0: Fade you. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Fade
1: You. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Fade You. What's going fade on out there all you dads and all you moms? Welcome to the Fade You podcast. This is episode 131. We're recording on Tuesday, April 12th. 2022. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We hope you enjoy it. Uh, Just a a regular old episode here with myself and a couple of my dads. My name is Matthew James. Follow me on Twitter at Matthew James 87. Joining me on tonight's pod from Cypress, California, Joseph Hamill. He of the the owner of a pretty sick golf sim that we busted out the other day. After watching 18 at Augusta, we played 18 ourselves. Yep. Joe, pretty good time.
1: It was a great time, man. It was a great time. Cypress, California, home of Tiger Woods, who looked like he was literally dead walking up the 18th fairway. But you got to respect him. He
2: looked 90 years old for sure, but he cashed a bet for me. Follow Joe on Twitter at Joe underscore knows underscore underscore underscore. Now, the guy I took $100 from is none other than Chris Duke. He of the uh, – well, it was supposed to be a double shot. But, Chris, you, uh, you had to get a little creative with that. You decided that you wanted to go yug, then shot, which was pretty hot in the hairpiece, I got to say. Yeah, mix it up, do a little hard A, a little
0: lagunitas, you know, IPA, get the buzz going on a Master Sunday. So, thank you for – taking my money matthew and uh it was a pleasure playing the sim with you guys and it was a great sunday with dads so.
1: it was almost like a, a boiler maker except you didn't pour it in the beer i guess
0: what's a boiler maker i have that i'll fuck with the boiler maker
1: it's when you pour the beer or the shot into the beer and then you chug it
0: does it matter what the liquor is what was i doing jack i think jack and
1: i don't think it matters
0: oh fuck yeah okay
1: Next well,
0: time yeah. we're you betting
1: pour $100 in, in a Boilermaker, Matt. <laughs> if,
2: yeah. You know. Next month with PGA, which, according to my sources, we may have some fade you dads live at the in PGA Championship in Tulsa. You can tell Tiger yourself that you got $100 riding on him to mm-hmm. uh, make another cut. So, well, Chris is on Twitter at hazmat suit23 for those who don't know. And, um, I guess we want to start with the masters and recap that a little bit. Obviously tiger fell apart on the weekend. Chris, do you, so the bet for those who maybe didn't listen to the last pod, Chris and I wagered friendly wager dad on dad that tiger. I I said tiger would make the cut. Chris said tiger would miss the cut. It's hundred bucks and a double yug. Do you feel like you kind of got cheated, Chris? Like, I mean, he scrapped, two rounds together to make the cut and then obviously fell apart over the weekend, watching them play on the weekend. Do you feel like you should have won that bet or do you feel like Tiger Thursday, Friday, Tiger, Saturday, Sunday, completely different?
0: Yeah, a little different. Um, I still had it dialed cause I mean, I should have faded him on Sunday too with Bubba, but I did fade him on Saturday against Kisner and that was, I made my money back, put a hundred and something on it. And, uh, and he just played – what, dude, On let's just face it, he went out and shot a one-under on Thursday. Good for him. I mean, fuck it. He, like Joe said, he scrambled like crazy. It might, it could have been a one or two over, and maybe he didn't make the cut. But good for him. He figured out how to make some birdies. He made a sick putt on 16 for birdie, and he figured out a way to, to make the cut. So good for him. And, you know, it's good for golf, so.
2: How do we feel about the Masters overall? I mean, was it a good – it's always a good Masters, right? It kind of ended on the 12th hole on Sunday when Cam was wet and we're all staring at each other. How do these guys always hit it short on 12 with everything on the line? We just don't understand it. Obviously, it's a Masters. It's great. But when it's a runaway like that, do we do we lose a little bit? What do you think, Joe? Assess this Masters overall.
1: It was a good Masters. I don't think it was a great Masters. What it was missing was the the drama on the back nine. After the twelfth, it was pretty much over. Other than the the, the Rory chip in, which kind of got it close, but Scheffler just could not fuck up. Man, I mean, four putts on eighteen, but goddamn, other than that, the dude was nails. And Cam Smith just proved he doesn't he isn't ready for a green jacket, even though he was trying to be all time dad for us because us degenerates were firing holes. <laughs> we bet on five of the first seven holes. <laughs> that was electric uh, winning it was the first amazing. two. <laughs> it was... We came with the long putts to cash our bets through the first two. And the second one was, wasn't even like win the hole, it was a draw bet, <laughs> which is even better.
2: <laughs> well, Chris, Unbelievable. Chris, you can talk about this. The crazy thing about when you are live betting holes like this is you almost, you have to bet the hole on the whole prior so like if you want to bet the second hole like we did because we we thought we had a good read on it we were like all right scotty doesn't always hit these draws right cam hits a draw he might be longer he might have an eagle putt so for us to bet on the second hole you have to bet it when they're in the first fairway so you're really i mean a, a bunch of stuff can happen in between the hole you're actually betting on and when you fire the bet so I don't know if it gets more degen than betting live holes, but Chris, would you agree? You really haven't lived until you have live bet, hole after hole after hole. Oh man, it's great too, especially
0: when you got a guy that's behind and you're getting plus money, right? We were getting plus 220. And so it didn't even matter, even if we won one and lost one, you're coming out on top. And it ended up we went two and out to start and then pissed a little back, but at the at the end, I think I ended up making a tad um, off, it. it was just so fun because yeah, like you said, you're just straight to Jen. You're like you're hoping, and then you've got guys you never know. And then Chef makes a good chip, and then he misses his birdie. Cam's got a long birdie on two, and it ends up going birdie birdie to start and hits us for both. So it was just great. So we went plus two twenty back to back or whatever, and it was just yeah, it is a really it's like it a nerf, a it's like a glorified nerfie, right? Because you're like all you have yeah. is about five or 10 minutes to sweat and it's over. You're like, all right, on to the next one. So Yeah,
1: that was amazing. And it just, it's a shame we don't have like the sportsbook app offers betting fairways, which I think is fucking incredible. So maybe when we get a legal sports book in California, we can have that bet too. Cause that would just be, or like bet, you know, greens and regulation would be amazing as well.
2: You mean when we're 50 and we're the 50th state to get a
1: legal? Yeah, book? yeah we'll never have it.
2: No. Um, I mean, Joe, last thing on the Masters, you got to tip your cap to Scheffler, right? Like, Scheffler was the square play of the week, apparently. Like, all the sharp guys were like, oh, no, like, all the public's going to fire Scheffler to win to top five. And you got to give the dad some credit for really since Super Bowl weekend at Waste Management, just pulling his cock out over and over and over and four times now. I mean, what a heater.
1: He Yeah, he's got four wins in the last 60 days.
2: After having no wins on tour going into this year.
1: Yeah. Incredible. He's, he's on he's on a stretch, man. And, you know, the books probably got, or at least had to get murked, man, because the squarest play was Tiger making the cut, which hit. So everybody got paid on that. And then, I mean, we kind of pissed Jeff off on Twitter because I was saying let's fire uh, on Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, Tiger overs, and both of them hit easily. So it was like. You know, it was easy to fade them on the weekend, but I don't know how many people were firing that for the books to get their money back, but God damn. And then you, they got to pay out Scheffler, the, the world's number one, another square bet. So I'm sure the books are hurting on Sunday night, at least on the golf side.
2: So we'll look forward to the PGA championship next month in Tulsa home of our Merce. We need to have
1: Riley back on here soon yeah we do our merce, He's usually too busy plus the time change and the dad gets drunk a lot so yeah all the more we, we need maybe maybe the drunk dad maybe he can make a little cameo well, here that that was the last time he was on is when it's he was true. highly intoxicated and the next day you didn't even remember being on we will have to uh
2: get a full comprehensive
1: pga championship
2: from southern hills preview from the merce look for that here in a few weeks a win when in May is PGA? Yeah, we'll we'll do a we can do a
0: lookout because I'm I'm gonna fly out there on a Friday and we're gonna go on the weekend. So we'll do one before and then we'll do a nice post and uh we should have some nice lanyards. The PGA hookup guy that Freck has will get us, and we're gonna see. We'll post to Fade You Sports. You guys pay attention. We'll we'll have some good uh,
2: coverage from uh, Old Tulsa. Can't wait for that. That'll be coming up here in a few weeks in May. So, all right, let's transition a little bit and talk some baseball. Speaking of baseball, so we're recording this on a Tuesday night. Later this week, we are going to have probably a top three all-time guest thus far on our, no offense to our other guests.
1: But our guest coming up
2: later this week is absolutely killing it. And um, should we say who it is or should we just leave that and and tease it so that people look out for it? All 20 people that listen.
1: Let's just say she is royalty. We can say that Uh she is royalty and may have just gotten a job with a certain network that covers professional baseball. That's true. So we will have a
2: very special episode. We're recording later this week. We'll probably drop that either Friday or this weekend. Absolutely can't wait. But Baseball so far. So, Obviously, we have a very short sample size of like four or five games, and I guess we should start with this. Uh, he may have, you know, thrown everybody off the scent when he pitched a gem in Arizona the other day. But this is the Fade You podcast. Joe, how many earned runs for our boy You tonight?
1: nine earned through in one how many thirds. innings <laughs> one and two thirds yeah i texted i was texting matt earlier today i said hey dude i don't give a fuck if i'm stubborn i'm firing the giants uh run total over team total over it was only three and a half and they had scored six total runs in the previous four games and i'm like look this is like <laughs> i have to do it at this point it's just an obligation like fandom aside it just makes sense and yeah it was cashed before the or before the first inning was even over.
2: Chris, does it get any better than fading you?
0: No, it's a great thing. He's always inflated. Everyone probably looked at why is he getting – why are the Giants minus 120 with you on the mound? Well, there's a reason, folks, and you saw it in the first two innings.
1: Yeah, I have a Padres buddy that's actually at the game, and he texted me like five minutes before the first pitch, and he's like, man, how is uh, you, Darvish, a dog against uh, Cobb? And I'm like, dude, have you seen his home and road splits from last season? Like, it's bad. And he goes, oh, I'm going to bet the Padres anyway well. How did that work out?
2: Am I seeing this right, that, he, that his <laughs> his first start at Arizona, he did not allow a hit over six innings?
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, that was right. That's right, because um, uh, our certain person that's going to be in our podcast also faded you that day as well, and we got an L that day, which sucked, but um, yeah, man, it's, he's not going to go throw a gem every time, especially if he's on the road. So that's what I
2: texted you, John. I'm like, is he really going to put two, two gems together on the road in a row, and uh, he certainly did not do that tonight. In San Francisco. But let's talk about what we're seeing so far in Major League Baseball. Uh, Quick things. I guess the big story has been unders so far. Uh, Going into Tuesday's games, unders were hitting around 60%. That is uh quite strong. Sanity. And uh, this was from Mitch Moss that I saw on Twitter earlier today that there were 13 teams in the big leagues, almost half the teams hitting under 215 going into Tuesday's game. So, Joe, what people usually wow. say is that early in the season, hitters have the leg up on pitchers, and that has certainly not been the case when you look at how poorly some teams are hitting and how these unders are cashing. Do you have an explanation for why this may be happening?
1: No, I don't. I, I'm, I'm shocked, to be honest with you. Uh, I thought the exact opposite and gotten hosed a couple times already. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you look at guys like two, I mean, dude, like Cleveland the Indians, they're as a team, they're hitting over 300 right now. So and they they've scored a shitload of runs again today. So it's, you know, it, even though Cincinnati's a homer dome, but um, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's a small sample size. So everything will even out eventually or they'll start uh, lowering these totals. Right.
2: Yeah. What do you think, Chris? It's I mean, probably going to take the books a little bit to just total i mean they're not sad about unders hitting at all we talked about on the show a lot public loves firing faves and overs right uh these yankees overs on sunday night baseball that everybody loves so much they were on against the red sox sunday goes under uh what do you think's going on here
0: yeah yeah like you said they're not they're not crying about unders that's for sure and uh you know you look at the Dodgers and Rockies, you know, had I think two out of the three games there when they're in Mile High went under, and uh, so they love it. They know the public's going to going to hammer that, and so they're not. Uh, I I agree with Joe. They'll adjust, but they're not going to be as quick to adjust if teams are going on as, as they will if like you know in the NBA when they're flying over, they're just making two twenty twos into two thirties real quick just to to have these games go under. So I think the. They're okay, and they know it probably regress because we talked about having those, you know, universal DH. You'd feel like there'd be more runs, but that's not the case. It's another phase you narrative, so it's good to see. We love, you know, we talk about it. We love, uh, I was talking to a guy on Twitter the other day. He's like, God, it's hard to take unders, but I told him, in the natty, you know, with the Kansas and UNC, it went under, and I said, clank, clank, and he laughed, so we love our unders, pitching duels, so it's good to see
2: do love our unders, uh, some of us more than others, including yours truly, the, the Willem Dafoe gif. Every time I think about betting an under, we're looking at uh, maybe some USFL unders this weekend. Uh, if anybody <laughs> else is going to degen the USFL, which is starting, uh, if you have a book that offers that right now, because ours doesn't for some reason, Chris, fix it. Looking for USFL unders and Willem Dafoe gifs galore. So what else in baseball? Um, Anything else you're noticing so far, Joe? I mean, really early
1: teams played one series. Yeah. um, Bullpen ERAs are kind of insanity right now. Uh, Colorado's is less than one. They have two earned runs and 18 innings pitched. So that's a narrative I'm definitely going to be looking at if Colorado's in the lead or maybe they're tied and it's not too much juice, you fire the other team. Uh, late in the game to see if they're that I mean that that bullpen is just unsustainable and, and they they are scum so maybe that's gonna be, be a spot to fade a somewhat decent bullpen or a good bullpen uh, but yeah just finding spots like that it's early to take advantage of you know
2: and Chris I know one thing that you're gonna look at is we when we have a really small sample size of games like this like around uh 7 to 10 even a little more you're going to look for spots where like there you've got a a worse record team like let's say somebody starts 5 and 8 or something like that and you're going to see them favored over a team that might be overperforming like a minus 130 minus 135 you're going to look for spots like that i feel like that's kind of your thing right
0: yeah yeah for sure uh you look for that early um i mean even today hey uh you see Smiley went out and pitched one for the, the Cubbos? So it's, it's cool to always keep an eye on those pitchers that really uh, have historically had really bad ERAs and, and are not good at winning games, like the Smileys and the Bundys and the Cobbs. And, you know, they get traded all over the place. And uh, it's cool to keep an eye on them early and see if they come out kind of hot. Uh, and then you could maybe fade them. Or if they come out uh, bad, maybe they'll regress. But all those pitchers have come out pitching pretty well to start and uh so I'll be
2: looking to see if they're a little over too for sure. Who was it? was a Bundy yesterday. Is that the one that every single person on earth was fading on Twitter? Any pitching Yeah that was kind of fit the model you
0: were talking about or like why is he favored right like why are the they favored minus one thirty or whatever and he goes out and And takes care of flex and again like joe said look at these guys home road splits Um, a lot of people are really a lot better at home than they are on the road
1: yeah and i i continue to stress work out if you're gonna fade a guy like just do the first five either the opponent's team total or the uh, money line on the uh opponent if you're gonna fade for first five So, you know, that's just – and if you're going to go overs too, overs full game are a lot better than overs – or unders full game, so.
2: Well, no discussion of Major League Baseball would be complete if we did not talk about hair pieces. There are some just unreal salads that some of these guys are rocking. So, what we've asked Joe and Chris to do – uh, the hairpiece thing, for those that don't know, Chris, you can add on to this. Chris has been obsessed with hairpieces for a long time. Um, Chris may have a what we call a BS, but that's OK. We still love him. But Chris wanted people to rock hairpieces at the bachelor party. It was kind of hit or miss right there. Chris, what do you want to add to the uh, the? Obs- I don't know if obsession is the right word. I don't know. Maybe it's just appreciation for a nice
1: piece. Hey, I wore the <laughs> hair piece of the batch the whole entire Joe, time. I never yeah, took that fucker Joe off. Won,
0: Joe won the I said whoever wears the best piece to my bachelor party gets a bottle. I got a maker's mark. He won that competition. He had like a nineteen eighties like poison fucking epic ass piece, whatever it was. It was godlike like. Yeah, uh, I still
1: have it. I lost the headband. It <laughs> came with the headband, but I lost the, I lost the headband <laughs> mid batch
0: brett michaels and shit it was great but uh my obsession it came with uh, one of my buddies some of my buddies from high school we went to vegas you know uh and we just for whatever reason they wanted to take fucking hawaiian shirts and, and they all had different hair pieces we went one time with with merce riley and he got one and it looked hilarious so we just had this thing where like it's hilarious when you show up with like mustaches and hair pieces so when you see my obsession is hilarious when you see a guy that actually has a piece <laughs> that's not a wig it's just like damn that guy's just got crazy flowing hair so that that's why we're always amazed by that and uh, that's why we love Kemp Smith because not only does he have a great piece he has a stash to go with it so it's great but uh yeah the MLB has great pieces.
1: I think the the better sport, as far as hair pieces, obviously is the NHL. They have the best hair by far. But back MLB in the day, there.
2: the hockey back in the day, to some extent now, but oh my god, back in the day when when those guys would rock mullets like Yager's hair, yeah, is like some of the best of all time I've ever seen in my life.
1: Well, have you ever seen on YouTube? There's the there's this fucking dude that for like the past 15 years he does the all Minnesota high school hockey hairpiece video and it's like 10 minutes long and it's the all it's the all state players from minnesota high school and he just rates their hair pieces one to ten <laughs> or ten to one it's think- fucking hilarious and it gets like 10 million <laughs> views every video and it's like super <laughs> anticipated if you guys look it up seriously i'm not fucking around watch the video on youtube you'll laugh your ass off but that's how we feel when we see these nh or uh, mlb hair pieces
2: Chris, that sounds like something that you got to check out, maybe late at night with some lotion or something like that.
0: <laughs> I think Joe did. Someone sent that. It was hilarious. He goes through like I've definitely the different sent it. styles. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I've definitely okay. sent it. Yeah. That's incredible. So what we've asked Joe and Chris to do is come up with their top three hair pieces in Major League Baseball. And uh, I know they have some honorable mentions as well. So, Joe, do you want to start with your uh, your your number
1: three piece? In the big leagues, yeah, My number three piece is a little bit of a homer pick, and probably anybody could guess this would be Brandon Crawford. Even though the, everybody complains that it's kind of greasy, but fucking a, it looks good out there at shortstop, and it's looked good out there for ten plus years. So, gotta love it, man. Brandon Crawford will be my number three piece.
2: Now, Chris, you don't you don't love the gre the greasiness? Doesn't do it for you though, do you? What do you how do you feel about Crawford?
0: I you know. Crawford's got a, a great piece. I do joke with Joe, but I shouldn't be mad because, you know, I'm, I have a curly hair and, you know, I'm a greasy kind of Jew like hair type too. So I got to love it. You know, Crawford, I'm just jealous. So
1: that's all it is. <laughs> and um, uh, Crawford, I mean, he's a UCLA guy, like so like he looks he fits the part, you know? Yeah. So I think that, that, that it adds to the piece the background and i mean one thing you gotta
2: give crawford credit for is just longevity right
1: i mean this is he's had it forever since he'll use a rookie he's never cut it well he's cut it but it's it's been in play for a long time
2: age is like a fine wine dad uh crawford that's a, that's a very worthy submission there chris how about you how, who's your number three piece i'm gonna go a little bit off the um uh
0: the radar it's not off the radar but uh it's something that I, I found recently and i've always liked him i like the i'm an nl west guy i like the rockies mile high i like story my boy charlie blackman i gotta give it to him just because he has the piece with yeah the disgustingly awesome beard to go with it so it's like zach brown with the hairpiece
1: you gotta love it
0: so go and- charlie Blackman.
1: What's kind of stick too is he does the old uh, Jared Allen. He puts like the the slashes on the side of his head. Have you seen that? He'll put like <laughs> no. racing stripes on his head. Because oh, the sides yeah. the, the side is like um, is short, so he puts stripes in the side. I think that's pretty badass. That but I feel like that's just too easy of a pick because he's he's been known to have wild hair for a while now. I thought he
0: started out with more of a beard and then I, I thought I saw like his hair to go with and I was like, holy shit, he's going all out with this mountain man look. You yeah. know. I mean, he hey, does you look just...
1: like a he does look like a fucking uh like a mountain man for sure, A lumberjack of sorts.
2: The the big ass beard, long hair mountain man look is pretty godlike. I mean, we were talking in our group text earlier, I think it was Kmart. Talking about not having chest hair or anything like that, but there is something to be said, Chris, for just a, a big, just hairy, manly man like like Charlie. <laughs> so sick, and he's playing at Mile High.
0: So, but did he go to the Angels? Is he on? Why am I not? Is he on the Angels or did he go no. back to the Rock?
2: No, but they okay. the Angels do have a guy. I don't know if I don't know if you guys even oh, familiar Marsh. That's what it was. yeah Mar- okay. Marsh kind of. <laughs>
0: It's like Marsh's, Marsh is uh, Blackman's yeah. long lost brother. I swear to he's fuck, like, they
1: could uh, be. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> he's like kind of the like he's like wannabe, wannabe fucking right. Charlie.
2: Yeah, Blackman's yeah. the original for sure, but Mar- Marsh is yeah, he's he's pretty close, pretty damn close. All right, Joe, give us
1: your number two. Um, a new guy to the the hair major league scene will be Beau Bichette. You know, I think he's kind of an ugly looking motherfucker, but his hair is sick. It's kind of like thin, <laughs> but it just looks amazing. Like it's flowing. It's it's a great it's, it's a good look. I That picture I sent you guys of him and his hair flowing, the sunglasses on like I it made made uh, my uh, underpants feel a little bit funny when I sent that.
2: <laughs> Chris, you approve of this one? Bichette, pretty nice piece.
0: Pretty great, pretty great. I like it.
2: I like how you went, uh, you went Crawford uh, third, and then you went Bichette second, Joe. So you got the one of the old guard, and then you got the youth coming in here at number two. That's that's
1: nice. It seems like there's a lot of middle infielders that have sick hair. Maybe it's when they
2: turn the double play, or when they dive, or something. You just see the hair flowing like that. It's I don't know. It's kind of cool.
1: It's gotta be like when you're at a shortstop, they like exactly yeah, it's the diving player turning like a turning a double play, like running across, hitting the base, throwing across your body. Like that look, like, that's a really good look. Chris, who you got at number two? So
0: I got it. <laughs> so number two, I'm gonna go with uh Matt Strom of formerly of the padres and now i think he's on boston but my god does he have some kentucky waterfalls going down in the back side of his fucking (laughs) shit i just googled matt strom and he's not even coming up no s-t-r-a-h-m it's hilarious i wish i could okay okay yeah (laughs) Do you not see? Look at the one when he's in his Red socks, hat. It looks like cocker <laughs> spaniel ears.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that,
0: that it does. Himself. It
1: does look like, it, dude. I just feel like <laughs> there's a lot of relievers that have that same exact hair, like Josh Hader. Yeah. Same hair, yeah. and I feel like that that kind of devalues it a little bit because it's you. you the fucking guy that just pitched for the Padres right now. I think he's Indian and he has that hair too, which is a wild no look. Way. But
0: well, they're reliever. I mentioned you guys last night, that Pierce guy. But yeah, this guy's is longer and haters is like blonde. This guy's is like a little darker brown. I like that it's like a little more brown. Usually you get guys with like blonde hair, but this dude, it's funny. There's a picture of him pitching. And it's like flowing like a dog running in the wind. So it's hilarious. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is what, uh, not like bad. DeGrom's hair used to be like that, right? Maybe yeah. not as long, but
1: kind of similar. Oh, no, right? de, dude. DeGrom's was long as hell. It was down to like his nips.
2: Shit. Is that right, Chris? Is that, you remember it the same way? That's a
1: little bit of an exaggeration, but it was down there. It was
2: just pretty darn long. Yeah. God damn. I don't know why he got it cut.
1: Any coincidence <laughs> that
2: after he cut his hair, now he's nothing but injured all the time? Got to leave a correlation the correlation there. Got to leave the piece. All right. Yeah, <laughs> you got to leave the piece. Number one hair piece in the big leagues, Joe.
1: The NL Rookie of the Year, Jonathan India. Another middle infielder. Just amazing month. hair. He had it up in like a ponytail when he was playing, which is even more hilarious. But oh my God, when that thing's down, it is a sight to behold.
2: We were sharing
1: a image i think from opening day or one of the first couple
2: of days of india i texted to the group i was like holy mother fuck, this guy's got an incredible hairpiece and then when we were at your place on sunday watching he had it fucking up in a bun it was insane mm-hmm. uh the versatility of the piece um that counts for something as well
1: oh yeah and they know that that's like oh natural too he's oh. just like fucking i'm not cutting this shit Ever, There's no product in there. That's just that's just what it is. Incredible.
2: Uh, that's a tough one to top, Chris, but are you going to give it a go?
0: So I'm going to go just because uh, I'm super loving of all races and all colors and shapes and sizes. I'm going to go with the tie between our boy on one of the shittiest franchises in the league. Freddie Galvis and Andrew <laughs> McCutcheon with their gorgeous black dreaded hair pieces that they've had. I mean, McCutcheon's had it. I got to give it to McCutcheon because he's never got rid of it. Has he? Hasn't he had it? Yeah, he has. He cut decade? it. Did he
1: he's cut had it? it. He, he cut it a couple of years ago. He didn't have it when he was on the giants. He, he shaved it. He had a short hair.
0: Did he shave on the giants? Yeah. Okay. I know on the, on the Phillies and
1: on the, uh, on the pirates, he had that shit it was but sick that, yeah i, like I mean but if shit, you're gonna it's funny if if you're gonna do like hair like that I, you gotta throw in like vladdy jr you gotta throw in yeah, but his, his is just a little
0: uh, his is just a little fucking short for uh, uh vladdy jr is just a little shorter mccutcheon just flows a little better i also forgot i and we'll go into honorable mentions but God damn, he looks like a peacock. Lord's Guriel is hilarious too. But, oh yeah, uh, it looks like he straightens <laughs> it.
1: It's just a, <laughs> yeah, he it's takes just a,
0: a female straightener before the game.
1: Yeah, it's just a wild look when he takes it off. It like it literally goes up like a porcupine. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. Like the dude just must never sweat when he plays because it just looks crazy.
0: Yeah, it's like dry because it's got to be dry to pop up. Yeah, so god bless them there's a lot of guys that have great
1: pieces i'm jealous mine
0: doesn't grow that long mine just curls McCutche- so, mccutcheon's
2: nice though uh bonus points there for being a former mvp as well so honorable mentions yeah. joe i know you got
1: a few uh, uh cinder just because that shit was outrageous um bryce harper great hair Pretty great cut. beard unreal hair probably probably like the best beard I've ever seen in my life like that thing is so perfectly grown in on his face there's it's it's just a wild look and then uh our dad John Gant who we love to fade like remember him he's got good ass hair uh my honestly one of my favorite players but he kind of cut it and this is what disappointed me is Dansby Swanson dude oh yeah he used to have arguably the best hair in all the majors it was curly it stuck out it looked good And he fucking cut it. It, It's like short now. And I don't like that. That's probably why he sucks now.
2: (laughs) What about you, Chris? Honorable mentions. You had some former players that you wanted to shout out, right? Yeah, some formers that just,
0: God, I wish they still had made these pieces. Uh, Mr. Worth.
1: Uh, Oh, my God. God. Jason Worth. Jason Worth. He he had the Blackman look going. Yeah. Yeah. He was flowing.
0: good. I'm looking at him when on one of his last years on the Nationals, his beard to the flow ratio a salad piece was absolutely sick. And uh, don't let's not forget one of the sickest, Johnny Damon, oh. my
2: dear Lord, when he let that piece
0: grow. Johnny
2: Damon. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he went to the Yankees
1: and cut it, it was just he had to-
0: <laughs> a tragedy.
1: He looked like, like he the it? guy from the from the old like what are they was it guy what the fuck the was that company yeah. yeah no you're that right that was the Johnny caveman. Damon yeah <laughs> that was that was Johnny Damon that was not like CGI it was fucking Damon's, Damon doing Damon's doing
2: was great when he was on the A's and then when he went to Boston he just like found a whole another stratosphere it was unbelievable
1: how do we feel okay. Um, this one I'll never get out of my head. I just pop. Uh, remember when Bronson Arroyo did the cornrows? Oh my god, he did the
2: cornrows. Yeah, I shit. feel like
1: white guy cornrows is just a fucking oh. horrible look in almost every instance. Who's done? <laughs> Chris, who's done that in the NBA, Chris? Do you remember
2: the white guy cornrows? It. Oh my god, it's escaping me right now. Was he a halfy?
0: I forget. I know I probably know the name, but. I can't believe I can't think of it right now. God, Johnny Damon's hair. I'm looking at some, like you said, and he's on the red side. It's hilarious. Who else (laughs) you got, Chris? You got anybody else? (laughs) Um, Who was the other? I I, I saw one, and I wish he still had it. Uh, He's a fade guy for me. But you guys got to look up one where he's, like, leaning down. I don't know if it's Memorial Day. It's a badass, like, Padres uniform. But Paddock has this sick-ass, like, top piece. Oh, yeah. It goes down to, like, a mole. And uh, it's hilarious. He he apparently made uh, the 2021 All-NBA Baseball Hair Team. So, <laughs> good for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: pretty much all
1: he made. Um exactly a couple of former players i bought I mean being in the bay area coco crisp oh he had yeah the fucking afro yep that was oh, pretty sick yeah. and um and then probably my favorite of all time is john crock oh hey, man Kruk. that's going way
2: back crocky yeah he had
1: the mullet yep. he had the mullet and the belly and fuck that was a good or another good one randy johnson i was just going to say oh, randy yeah, on yeah on big the Mariners. unit yeah, yeah. uh huh Wow. Probably the best nickname of all time. Maybe that's the next oh. The next top three is best nicknames. nicknames. Yeah, maybe the that big old unit is, is that's, the unit
0: piece.
1: <laughs> that's an all time nickname, dude. So good. So good. Oh, my God. All right. The hairpiece discussion was Write phenomenal. that down, Matt. We, <laughs> I will. Write that down, Matt. We, we have to do best nicknames. Nicknames, for sure. And um, Joe,
0: I remember we were driving back from Vegas, Marshmallow, and I think we looked up the greatest sports names we've had a, a show oh, yeah. like cockpiece johnson and shit like dick dick long and stuff. great oh,
1: dude we were dying laughing the whole time looking at this fucking best it was the best names in sports history it was like oh, dick trickle God. and a couple other good ones
2: yeah. uh best nicknames would be definitely featured on a future episode but you guys Thanks. listening if you find anybody who we didn't mention that's got a great hair piece, baseball or another sport, make sure you at fade you sports in that. And we'll, uh, we'll get some, some greater appreciation yeah. going throughout gambling Twitter on, uh, on hair pieces. See if we can make that happen. Hair pieces, beards,
0: mustaches, all that. Anything that has to do with the, the head piece, just
2: add us. And
1: yeah, we'll love oh, it.
2: A lot of stuff that the, uh, the dads over at fade you can't do.
1: Except for we can't, we don't discuss red. Uh, if it's red, it, it doesn't, it gets thrown out. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about red hair. Just because I mean, it's red doesn't make it
0: good.
1: <laughs> it's disgusting. It looks terrible. He needs to cut it. I feel like we need Jared here to, to push back on that. Jared doesn't <laughs> have, have any our, hair. He can't our ginge. Our, we need our <laughs> ginge here to, to defend him. <laughs> He's okay. got a red beard, but that's all his hair is on his body, is on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Last
2: thing with baseball, we want to kind of start to do this. Uh, we're not going to do multiple episodes most weeks. So we are look back at the last few days, maybe opening weekend of baseball. We're going to kind of have a hero or a dad of the week. And for our inaugurable dad of the week, I don't think there's possibly any other choice other than, I mean, we talked about our love for the snake gif. It's probably our favorite gif. The Bronco head. Chris is a close second, probably. Mm-mm. But the Snake, yeah, for sure. The Snake is for sure number one. The Diamondbacks were dead. Was that the first game? Was that opening day?
1: Yeah. They, so. were, they were dead. Opening what were they,
2: day. What were they down?
1: They were, they were down 4 2, I think. Going into or, the ninth. Or maybe 3 0. Fuck. I think it was 3 0. I, I fuck. I don't remember. But I was in, I'd had several alcoholic beverages at that point but
2: well it's funny you mentioned oh my
1: that God. because one hey. man
2: had the stones hey. to get up there and pull his cock out and hit a walk-off home run and his name is Seth Beer how could it be anyone else Joe
1: dude I, that was <laughs> so our uh, to bring Jared back into the conversation here Jared is an Arizona Diamondbacks fan before the ninth inning, when they were down, I texted Jared before the inning started. I said, hey, we need to get Seth Beer jerseys before the fucking inning. And Jared is like, can't. It's going to be a long season. Answered my text. <laughs> Dude, they fucking I'm sending him like the little eyeball emojis every time there was like two. There was like two walks base hitting in the homer. And it was just the oh, my God, them coming back and winning was just amazing him walk off homer on national beer day and your name's seth beer dude i looked at dh gate that so shitty sick. website and you could get his jersey for like 30 bucks i'm like how do i not do this even though it's going to be like a <laughs> chinese one that has like it's like going to be like a fucking 5xl probably spell everything wrong on it chris yeah. seth, seth
2: beer i mean it just you, you couldn't write a, a better script than that
0: that's so sick. I mean, we talk about epic dad moments. I mean, what a what a sick. They're down. They haven't scored a fucking run until the bottom of the ninth, and he hits a walk-off fucking granny. Well, no, he hit a no a walk-off uh, two or three runner. Yeah, so it was tied, and he comes up and hits a two-run bomb in the bottom of the ninth to give him the 4-2 victory. So sick.
1: Yeah, that was amazing. Such a good moment. I was texting Jared, just like, "Did I call that? You're what? You motherfucker? Oh man!" And I had Diamondbacks; <laughs> I'd bet on them, so I sent like five consecutive snake gifts to the group chat. There were a lot of snake gifts that night, uh,
2: and the the dad has not had a hit since. Uh, he <laughs> he's o for one the next day on the eighth, and then he was o for four on the ninth, and he hasn't played since. So,
1: Seth Beer. <laughs> Out of the week from last Steph week, beer some abs. Bro. Yeah, got to oh, get him I think in there. He earned it, absolutely. He probably got some abvs after that hit. All right,
2: speaking well, let's of finish. our
0: snakes, they're tied one-one right now. They're poop. They're home dogs again. Let's see if they can uh, pull it out against the old Stros, my lads. They're going to
2: be home dogs quite a, a lot. lot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> There will there will not be a lack of opportunities. To take these snakes as home dogs, uh, but hopefully, lots of snake gifts this baseball season. All right, let's get this one all finished up uh, because Joe needs to go make love to his beautiful wife. So we will go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> we will go yes. ahead and, and get this one in the books. Um, follow us on Twitter at FadeU Sports. Uh, the YouTube is in our Twitter bio. We're starting to try to get that going. Uh, the TikTok is at Fade University. We do have that trademark and we are damn well going to use it. Uh, Chris, I think you're up to almost 400 views on your, your Yug and S from Sunday paying that bet.
0: There you go, man. People love it. Sports content. Let's grow and uh, sports betting and dad like behavior with hair pieces, you know,
2: definitely. So uh, we will have another pod (laughs) later this week with our uh, very awesome guest, One of our new absolute best friends, Here at Fade U for sure. Look for that to drop later this week. Uh, Subscribe to the pod if you liked our hairpiece discussion. Let's get that going on Twitter. And uh, I think that's about it, boys. Chris, just remind everybody what happens sometimes when you bet on poop like those Arizona Diamondbacks. (laughs) Sometimes
0: you step in it and there's a weird aroma. Don't be afraid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fade you Yeah, 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 yeah
2: Fade you Fade the fuck out of me